You're listening to Sailing Into Oblivion Podcast. Welcome aboard, Mighty Sparrow. This is Jerome Rand coming to you from the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, today we're is day 61 out at sea, and uh, uh, puts us around September 13th, which is one day before, I believe, the official peak of the hurricane season, so it uh, should be all downhill from here. Typically, from what I understand, though, it's sort of uh, September is typically you get the hurricanes that hit the Caribbean, but that are the ones that form in the Atlantic uh, from the Cape Verdes and sweep across. And then as we get into October, you get ones that actually develop in the Gulf, and head north or cut across Florida and all that sort of stuff. But I don't know. I mean, that's that's really... Right now what we're dealing with is heat and tropical waves and trying to make our way west to get to the Caribbean, cut uh, north of that, and then get back to the uh, east coast. So with it being the middle of September, I approximately right now we're at 4 Four and a half degrees north and 34 degrees 44 minutes west so approximately halfway in between Africa and uh, Brazil closer to Brazil though and I'd say about 3,000 miles or so to the uh, coast of the US so South Carolina where I'm headed and, um, yeah, it's basically, uh, it's just been dealing with this heat. It's about 90 degrees or so in the cabin all the time, day and night. So sweaty, everything's salt covered, bunk is disgusting. Finally changed the, uh, sheet, or not the sheet, but, um, pillowcase. Because it just started smelling so bad, of just sweat and... Ugh, it's, you know, I can put up with a lot of disgusting situation, but it's just, it's getting to that point. I mean, anytime you move around on this boat, you just start sweating. You go use the head, you're going, you're just dripping sweat. Go outside, get splashed, and it's just not raining. It rained for about three minutes yesterday while it was blowing about 35, and uh, so I couldn't do anything with that except for stand in it. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> Last night we went down to uh, Hove 2. It's blowing probably a steady 25 to 30. And I uh, just didn't want to pound into any more of the waves. The wind's still coming out of the south. And, um, yeah, so it's just, I don't know. It's It's not been horrible by any means. But, boy, I am really looking forward to getting just either into the northeast trades or i don't know just getting <laughs> getting out of this this absolute unstoppable heat um i think the winds are supposed to start coming a little more out of the southwest which would be or sorry the southeast which would be great then i can start broad reaching again much more comfortable pick up a little bit more speed although 
I was a, a bit worried because I, I had a couple of days there that were really fast. And I started thinking, holy cow, I'm going to get to the Caribbean before October 1st. And that's, that's sort of the goal at this point, to be able to, you know, get above 10 degrees north where the tropical waves and stuff are, you know, sort of coasting along. Don't do that until October 1st when some of the waves have calmed down and all that. But I don't know. We're, we're going to see. I think they're already up to, I don't know what name, what letter in the alphabet. I think like R or something. I get little dibs of information from my mom. Um, but she just really just says, oh, well, there's two active named storms in the Atlantic, but they're really far north of you, so you don't have to worry about them. So that's always good, good to hear. But uh, yeah, boy, even right now I'm sweating bullets just just doing this little podcast. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut this one short because I literally, I mean, holy cow, I'm just dripping sweat. <sighs> we're only five minutes into it. It's gonna be a short one. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll pair it up with some other stuff. All right, check back in later. So at this point, it's basically heat and hurricanes that I'm I'm dealing with. And yeah, the reason that one was so short, I remember that day. It, it was probably about 96 degrees down below. And one of the things to do the podcast, I have to turn the fans off so you can't hear them. And I just went down and I, I was sweating so profusely. It was so uncomfortable that I, <laughs> I ended up cutting that one off. But basically at this point, you know, I it's it's coming down to... Either me just floating and waiting out another week or two before starting my way back or just rolling the dice and going for it. And, you know, thinking that I'm safe because I'm, you know, down at 10 degrees or or below 10 degrees uh, latitude is, you know, the guidebooks will tell you that that you're pretty well safe from hurricanes. Most of them form around 15 degrees north, and um, which is above my position. But every once in a while, you, you get thrown a curveball, so there is that to worry about. But basically, I'm, I'm starting to consider, okay, well, if I start working my way across towards the Caribbean and stay really far south, then, you know, I can bail out and maybe stop in, in Grenada or something like that, which typically doesn't get hit by hurricanes they almost always turn north but every once in a while the threat is definitely there um but yeah that's that's sort of my my mindset and because you know the heat is going off and these hurricanes are just north of me you know it it seems like every couple of days another named storm comes out so i i definitely uh am feeling the pressures of of my position but i'm also just feeling the pressure of it's time to get off of the sea. And, you know, even if I say, okay, well, I'm going back now, it's still, you know, another month before I actually get back if I motor and sail as hard as I possibly can. So you have to sort of figure that, you know, when you're out at sea, there is no no automatic stop or pause button. You, you just can't, you can't just be home. You have to work your way and you have to get your way and sail your way back. So it's it's a bit of a mind game to to sort of play with because even if you call it quits you still gotta make it back um so that's that's sort of the mental state i'm in there and and that's why that one was so short but it's pretty interesting let's go on to the next one all right 
I don't know what podcast this is. Ugh, all I know is it's day 62. It's the evening. We've uh, technically run out of alcohol on board. Not because I drank it all today, but because I had to dump a bunch of it out to try and catch water the other day, which failed miserably. I needed every jug I could get because I can't still get to those stupid water tanks underneath the fuel bladder. Uh, <clears throat> I only say that because I just want to make sure everybody knows this is not an alcohol-induced rage. Oh, holy cow. There's five named storms now in the Atlantic Ocean. And they forgot the sixth. His name is Mighty's Barrel. Tunneling westerly at a speed of about four knots. Oh, jeez. Woohoo. Oh, it's a big wave there. I don't know if you could hear it. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. <clears throat> so Hurricane Teddy, or Tropical Storm Teddy, I don't even know. It's north of us. But it tunneled a huge amount of southerly wind up. So I'm dealing with all the waves from that. Beautiful sunset tonight. Uh, but I'm starting to go a little lost uh, or crazy. Uh, mm. Oh, that's good H2O. I'm down to less than, uh, probably, I probably have 20 gallons of H2O on board. So if I don't catch any tomorrow, <clears throat> it's time to get to pumping. But uh, last few days, very uncomfortable. Bouncing up and down like a crazy person. Oh, man, it's so hot. It's like 90, 92 degrees, day and night. <sighs> you can go up on deck, and it'll probably be in the 80s, but you're getting splashed. Down below, it's just high. I have three fans. They're all going all the time. It's so hot. Mm. Uh, I'm reading books. Got through a few more today, and yeah, we're just we're just traveling trove, heading towards the Caribbean. I don't even know. Things don't look all that great, except I've always had that theory that hurricanes are sort of the counterpart to the heat. So you get a couple hurricanes, cools things down, less hurricanes coming after. So what I'm hoping. Is that we get like four, five, or six, or ten hurricanes while I'm down this far south. And they all stay a little bit north, because normally they do. And by the time I gotta go north, which is in like two weeks, ten days, something like that, <clears throat> then things will have slowed way, way, way down. But I don't know. I don't know. It's tricky. I don't even know. Like, uh, I wake up and I try. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, my voice doesn't work very well when I talk for more than like a minute because I don't talk for more than a minute ever. Uh, there's a picture of my brother Adam in the in the in the head, and I say good morning to him every morning, but he doesn't reply. So the conversation doesn't last, and my throat is just it's it's numb. It's not numb. It's like raw, or it's not raw. I don't know. It's just not worked. Ugh, because I'm just silent. I need people around me. Ugh, I can't wait. If I make it through this hurricane season, 
past the Caribbean up to the East Coast, I swear it's going to be... I just can't wait. I can't wait to be around human beings. COVID-19, I don't care. Just humans. I just want to be able to talk to people and share stories and listen. <sighs> I don't even want to tell them about what went on out here. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I want to make sure that uh, for posterity's sake, it's just there. Because I've been out here for 62 days. Realistically, there's another 40 days before I get back. And I wake up every day, and that's the first thing I think of. 40 more days. What, what am I... 40... I mean, yeah, you can spend a lot of time reading books. Not that I'm going to run out. I got a lot of books. But it's sort of, uh, you wake up. I mean, I get up at four in the morning. I barely sleep at night. It's sort of half in, half out because it's bunk. It basically feels like I'm sleeping on a mound of salt. Doesn't, it's not good. Crash out for a little bit, wake up, check, make sure I'm not going to hit anything. There's nothing out here. I don't even know why I check. And then try and go back to sleep, can't. And then finally I just get up and I'll make coffee at like 4 in the morning so that I can enjoy two hours without blistering sun on me. So I'm sitting there and then by the time I finish my coffee, now the sun's out. So I got to like put the bimini up and all that. And then it just starts getting hot. And I try and be on deck as much as I can, do my checks, do whatever, keep the boat going. Problem is, dude, Sparrow is just sorted. I could, uh, if I had, uh, I need to do nothing to this boat. This boat just, this boat could go around the world ten freaking times without anybody even on it. This, this boat's just so simple and so solid. I've, I've, every single little bug has been worked out of it. So I just, uh, I don't know, there's nothing. I just I, I take a look. Oh, yep, everything's exactly the same as it was. Okay, yep, wins this, wins that. Let's do this, let's do that, which means do nothing. Basically, I'm filling in the log like two, maybe three times a day. And that's my day. <sighs> then I read, and I read, and I watch. I watch these old episodes of like Top Gear and stuff on the old computer until the computer breaks. Cause I'm sure that she's on her last leg there. <sighs> Whatever. At least I'm still alive. There are those hurricanes though out there. <clears throat> it's funny, you know. I don't. I don't hear a lot from people. And then, when when a new storm crops up in my vicinity, then all of a sudden I get a lot of text messages. And I don't really see these on my little my little forecast because I'm just looking at the area around me. But they're you know, I'm I'm just south of the hurricane path, and uh, yeah, that's about it. But mm, just dealing with the sloppy winds, sloppy seas, filthy conditions, running out of water, no more booze. <sighs> Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. There's, there's a little bit of booze left. There's enough for, like, a, a you know, a nightcap every once in a while. You know, I'm not I'm not stupid. I haven't completely drunk the, the ship dry, I suppose. But <clears throat> there's definitely not enough for me to, you know, 
wake up and be calmed and have to motor for six hours and just have a couple drinks to try and go to sleep while, you know, that, that motor's running at 70 decibels or whatever it does. <sighs> so, <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, I guess that's about it. That's about it. That's my input. Oh, for tonight, I'll probably try and tack this on to something else. I know it's not that long. I just don't have the stamina to be able to sit here and talk into a microphone for an hour. One, I am dripping with sweat. Dripping with sweat. Because talking is, it's difficult. I've, I've how many, what? Oh, I haven't even made it. It's been eight minutes. Eight minutes I've been talking to this microphone. I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'll have to just uh tack this on to something else anyway mighty sparrow september 14th peak of the old hurricane season five cyclones out there plus one boat yep that's me sail safe all right good night well that's a little bit uh of crazy town for you um definitely <laughs> It's just, you know, uh, you get to a breaking point and sometimes you just got to talk to somebody. But it is pretty funny. You don't talk enough to really exercise your vocals. And that's sort of what was happening there. You can you can feel it. Uh, your throat sort of dries up and almost closes off a little bit. And you're constantly trying to clear it out. And, and that does. It, it happens when you don't talk very much for extended periods of time. And you know, sometimes I was pretty silent out there, but yeah, it's definitely a little crazy town action. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty frustrated and fed up and, and all that. And you can definitely see it in that one. So even though it's short, it, um, I think it gives you a good glimpse of, uh, my, my mental state at that point. I, I don't, I don't know if there's very many more that are like that exactly that animated, but, uh, you know, sometimes they get in those moods, but uh, a quick note on those boat checks, you know, I, I'm talking about Sparrow being so dialed in. It, it doesn't matter. No matter what, how good your boat is, you still have to do those boat checks. You never know. I, I always say that, um, you know, the the whole snowball effect on a sailboat is, is really, really scary because when the snowball turns into an avalanche, your boat sinks. And, and so you really have to stay on it. But I was you know, dealing with a boat that, that I knew so well and I had kept so simple that it really was one of those things where every day I was doing the same checks and looking at the stuff and nothing was changing. And, you know, it, it kind of becomes a little frustrating. Uh, you almost want something to change or break or wear through and, and, just to give you something to do. And that wasn't happening. You know, Sparrow was, is really, really set up to be bulletproof and, and take the pounding that the ocean can give her. So, uh, that's it. This is a short, short, uh, podcast. So, um, we'll continue on. And, uh, once again, sailing into oblivion, the, the first trip around the world, 271 days, the book of, is available on Amazon. So check it out. Thanks for listening.